You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Maybe I'm crazy, but Lavar Ball is the villain we need, but not the one we deserve. Why so serious? I feel like you really got to commit to that. Yeah, no, you know? I feel like you're like, like, why it's all that? Yeah, no, I feel like I was like a yeah. missed opportunity. Maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm wavy, maybe I'm wavy, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not, maybe you're right, maybe you're right, maybe you're not, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. I'm Joy Taylor, that's Brandon Newman, aka Terrible Joker impersonation. My, my my partner here. Well, how are you doing, Brandon? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. We've got a lot to get to today, as usual. Do in and outs. Mm-hmm. Are hecklers effective? Mm-hmm. We have the loser power rankings. Cam Newton forgot how to play football this week. I can't deal with it. And uh, Dwayne Wade is making me petty. Once again at LeBron. It's still LeBron's fault, but it, it it's, it's pinned on Dwayne Wade okay. right now. So we'll get to that the petty report later. But as I mentioned, the VAR ball the villain of our time. He's the villain of the NBA. We really need to appreciate him for all the greatness that he is. Even if you hate him, just hear me out. Lonzo Ball just made his debut Mm -hmm. with the Lakers uh, in Los Angeles last week. By the way, if you didn't hear, uh, I ate it at Stable Center. So, yes. Magic, if you're listening, my hip, very bad, in very bad shape. Oh, don't, don't not my put fault. it on Magic. It was not my fault. I chose not to uh, to sue or take any legal action, but if later on I start to, you know, have some issues, I'll be coming back for some courtside seats. That's all I need. I need money, just like, you just know, a couple, just a couple games. Two to five. Yeah. Uh, no big deal. But anyway, uh, I, so I saw Alonzo's debut, mm-hmm. which we all know he did not, he did not do very well. He finished with just three points on one of six shooting. He did have nine rebounds. Which uh, we knew he was going to be a you know good at that, but Patrick Beverly ate his lunch. He came at him hard, yeah. and he felt the need to say afterwards that he did that on purpose because of his father, because of everything that Levar Ball has been saying. And now we've seen it all around the league. Uh, John Wall had something to say about it. Marcin Gartat feels like Levar is eventually going to kill him. <laughs> Seems aggressive. I couldn't decode that. Uh, yeah, it's just, it just aggressive. Anyway, everyone is coming for Lonzo Ball, which we already knew. That's not news. LeVar responded saying that uh, he, he was Patrick Beverly, which just like a, little, a, little, a little aside, he does have a point. Would we be talking no. about Patrick Beverly if, anyone if else, he wasn't going up against Lonzo? If anyone else said who's Patrick Beverly, I, I believe it. It's LeVar Ball. He knows who Patrick Beverly is. Of course is. he knows who it is. That's the ultimate diss move. That you act Like you don't know who someone is. Anyway, the point is everyone is mad at LeVar. Mm-hmm. People are angry that we're still covering him. And we're still putting a microphone in his face and giving him airtime. People are angry that they think that he's the reason everyone is gunning for Lonzo, which is true to a certain degree. Also, Lonzo is a rookie, so they were going to be giving him crap anyway. But it's obviously on a whole other level because of everything LeVar has said, that he's better than Steph Curry, that he's going to be better than LeBron. All the the insane things that LeVar has done and said, we know about that already. But what everyone's angry about is that we, quote unquote, keep giving LeVar airtime. And this is what I want you to appreciate, because I appreciate villains. I even wore my villain shirt today. 
Oh, I didn't even peep that. It's all my ladies. All my ladies. (laughs) I love villains. I think it's fascinating our society's obsession and denial about our obsession Mm. with villains. And LeVar Ball is the perfect villain. There's actually a term for it. I believe it's anti-villain. Is that correct, Ashley? Anti-villain. I always call him a proper villain. Right. But basically what it means is he has some redeemable qualities Mm -hmm. while also being extremely hateable. And to be clear, of course LeVar can be obnoxious and, and, and he's, he's outspoken and he's in your face and he's unapologetic. And those are all the things that bother people about LeVar. Right. That and sometimes the things that he says just offend, happen to offend people. But he's not going to apologize for it. But that's fine because he's a heel and he's owned it and he's perfected it and we need it. And I'm grateful for it. I, the fact that he's a heel for the NBA, though. Like, he's a professional heel now. I'm sure, like, back in when he was just doing Chino Hill, Hills things, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's all great and fine. But now he's affecting everyone. Sure. And, and I understand that. But you have to look at it like this. He's not going anywhere, for one thing. So if you hate LeVar, just go full in on hating him, right? Mm. Just commit to it because he's not going anywhere. But if, or just like, do what I do and accept it and enjoy it for what it is and stop taking him so seriously. Because here's the thing about LeVar. He has redeeming qualities, right? He's a family guy. He's raised three kids who up until this point have gotten in no trouble whatsoever. Mm -hmm. If you watch his show on Facebook, he has his entire family involved with it. He's got his brothers working security. His in-laws are there. His parents are around. His wife just had a stroke. She had to learn how to walk and talk again. He's he's helping her. So he has redeeming qualities on top of being obnoxious and, and unrepentant bleep talker right so that's what you have to appreciate about him is that he's polarizing look at look at other examples of this in sports you have tebow right yeah give me a reason why people would hate tebow what has he actually done be bad at football do you know how many people are bad at football there's a lot of people bad at football he I, i i think people get upset about him uh jamming religion down people's throats obviously sure. that's a that's a common sure but has he hate. actually done anything wrong no done no. a lot of great things he's actually. done a lot of great things mm-hmm. yes he's never been in trouble mm-hmm. he's not been particularly great at football and i understand that people feel like he gets too much attention for not being an elite athlete but he's polarizing yeah. and it, it's just natural to him and it's the same for lavar look at lebron you either hate LeBron or you love LeBron. Yeah. Anytime I say anything bad about LeBron, people are like, why do you got to be a hater? Like, I just say, eh, it is what it is, right? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how it is. Yeah. The Yankees, right? If you're a Yankees fan, the Patriots are kind of in this category too. Mm-hmm. Like, if you love them, you love them. If you don't, you absolutely hate them. And that's the amazing part of sports and entertainment. You have to have a villain. Otherwise, there's no story. There's nothing going on. We're just all like, yeah, yeah I like you. I like you too, bro. Okay, what else do we have to talk about? Yeah. You have to have a villain. And there are, ma- there are amazing examples of what having a great villain will do. Darth Vader. Mm. Preach. Go ahead. The Joker, which you nailed at the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> What's the people love the Joker, right? Yes. Why do oh people love the Joker? In all accounts, he's a murderer and an anarchist. But there's something about the fact that he is so unapologetic about it. There's a little part of you that's like, you know, every once in a while, I'd like to just wow out like that. Yeah. I mean, not kill anybody, but, you know, right. I just want to just go do my thing. Yeah. It's so, like so there's, being real. There's something in it, right, yeah. that's redeemable. 
Darth Vader. He's just a father. You know, he's just a lost. He's just you know a father. Just father looking for his son. Keeping up right? with his kids. He went, from he went a little too far on the dark side, but yeah. you know it is what it is. Jax, Sons of Anarchy, Ooh. Dexter, Ooh. Jigsaw. Mm. Like Jigsaw's just trying to teach people to appreciate life, right? One I mean, he's taking it. He's taking it to an extreme. Yeah. But that's what it is, and that's what. But honestly, though, that's why those characters resonate so much. Yeah. Because yes, they're awful, and yes, you hate them. But there's one small thing about them that is redeemable, so you can't go all the way, right? So like True right. Detective. True Detective is a perfect example of that. True Detective season one, you knew who the bad guy was. He was absolutely awful. There was mm-hmm. no redeeming qualities whatsoever about him. But the main characters had some flaws to them, so it balanced out, right? Right. True Detective season two, you had no idea who the bad guy was, and everyone hated it. I know You're like, I don't, who am I supposed to be mad at? I don't, there's, a, there's a guy with some feathers and the head thing. I don't know what's going on. I feel like a long trailer. Right. <laughs> They had no idea exactly. what was going on. It was the, the entire longest time. trailer you ever watched. Yes. You have to have a strong villain, and that is exactly what LeVar, yeah. LeVar is, and he nails it. Look at WWE. When you watch WWE, obviously there are good guys. Mm-hmm. We all know that this is not really a thing. We know the heel isn't an actual bad person, but you have to have the bad guys so you know who to root for and who to be mad at. It's just how we're designed, and LeVar provides that. Yeah, I, I actually. I think LeVar is probably more like Batman in a weird way because it's he's in in Gotham he messed the system up he's he's not letting police officers take care of the bad guys he's a vigilante people don't know if they love him or hate him but he's out there messing the system up LeVar Ball is messing the system up he is he's messing taking the kids up, out of out of high school taking like he's he's taking shoe co- contracts out of the deal He's messing the system up. No one knows how to feel about it. Here's why. Here's why that, that I understand what you're saying, and yes. he is going against the system. But he's only going against the system for his own. He's not going against mm. the system for everyone. Like Batman's trying to save everybody. He's only trying to save his own, which right. is why he's a villain. Like people hate the Kardashians, right? Like mm-hmm. back to the point about stop giving him a microphone. Right. People hate the Kardashians. They hate Chris Car- Chris Jenner, right? Everyone hates them. Well, they can't hate him that much. Then the year ten of the of the Kardashians. And, and this is the reveal for everyone that doesn't understand it. Millions and millions of people watch that show. Love it. There's been nine spinoffs of that show. Mm. That's success. Do you think that, that happens because like networks are like, you know what? We just, we just really love having the Kardashians on TV. So no, they good. do it because millions of people watch it. There's a misconception about the business. And this is a little bit of inside baseball here. So like, just spare me. Maybe a nerd for a second. I'm in it. Let's do it. People think that the media dictate the stories. That is not the case. It is the exact opposite. Mm. I promise you, if everyone tuned out the second that we mentioned LeVar's name, he would never be talked about again. True. If everyone tuned out whenever Tebow was brought up, we would never talk about Tebow. Because we're in the media industry and it's numbers. It's the same for the internet with clicks. It's, yeah. it's not about what, what we want to put out there. It's what you want to consume. I, I run social media pages here at, at uh, FS1 and... When we put out LeVar Ball content, Lonzo Ball content, LaMelo, anything with Jello in it, it goes crazy. <laughs> Numbers, off the, it's, it's some of the highest performing stuff because that's what you want, so we give it to you. You as a particular individual may not like LeVar Ball, you may not care for him, you may not want to listen to anything he has to say, but you have to understand that there are millions of other people that do. And it's the same thing with the Kardashians. He's the Kris Jenner of the NBA. Mm-hmm. So it the the meat they're not the media the media does not create the content if you guys want it that's what's put out there so people want to hear what lavar has has to say if nothing else so they can talk about how much they hate it 
Yeah, we, we said last year there was no villains in the NBA. Now we got a KD LeBron beef that's like kind of bubbling over. LeVar Ball is a gift to the NBA. He's a gift. He's a gift and, and you can hate him all you want. And look, I don't support everything that he does, but he is he is a content gift and just appreciate it. Hate him all you want. So good. Uh, but uh, just do me one favor while you, while you're hating him. Please stop saying that he's ruining his kid's career and he's putting oh his kid God. in a bad spot. He's Lonzo is not a kid. He is 19 years old. Mm. If he went out and did something terrible, you would not be like, oh, he's just a little kid. He doesn't know any better. No, you would say he's a grown man who made right. a grown man mistake. So stop t- stop saying he's ruining his life. He's not ruining his life. Lonzo is grown. He plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. If he has a problem with what his dad's doing, he can get in front of a microphone and say, just for the record, my dad is off the rails. I, I want nothing to do with him. I don't co-sign anything he's saying. He is not a part of my life. He's only doing this for his own reputation and his own gains. And I guarantee you, everybody would be off of that. They wouldn't put any of that on Lonzo. But Lonzo hasn't done that. Why? Because by all accounts, they have a good relationship. So stop saying that he's a kid and he's ruining his life. He's, a gr- he's grown. Right? Joy? He's not a grown ass man, but he is grown. Joy? Why so serious? <laughs> Did I do better that time? You did so much better. Yes! You did so much better. Yes! I'm so proud of you. That was wonderful. Maybe I'm Crazy is a new show. We've been doing it for less than two months. Mm-hmm. The other new show at Fox Sports is First Things First. So check out my friends Nick Wright, Chris Carter, and Jenna Wolf every weekday morning at 6.30 Eastern on FS1. Damn. If that's too early, they have a podcast too. You can check that out on all major podcast platforms every morning. Do it. All right, Joy. You know what time it is. In, in or, or out, or in or out. What am I in or out on? Kyrie Irving has been struggling ever since he left LeBron James. Mm-hmm. First, the Celtics lose Gordon Hayward for the season. Then they start the season off 0-2. Mm-hmm. And Friday night during halftime against the 76ers, Kyrie gets heckled by a fan screaming, Where's LeBron? (laughs) Kyrie tells the heckler he can suck his reproductive organ, and the NBA fines him $25,000. The heckler obviously did not affect Kyrie as he dropped 21 points and led the Celtics to their first victory of the season. Joy, are you in or out on heckling actually working? I'm in on heckling actually working Mm -hmm. because it it does if you are... It does. It, it does work. If you're committed enough to it, you're eventually going to get a, an athlete or whoever it is that you're heckling to respond to you. Especially in the NBA. But uh, yes, well, because they're, you know, the, the proximity, of right. course. They're right there. Um, but I am, I am out on heckling in general because I find it obnoxious. What do you mean? Who does that? Nobody's there for you to listen to your hot takes that you're yelling at the athlete or, or the the com- The worst is at comedy shows. Have you yes. ever gone to a comedy show with a heckler? Well, yeah, it's those, it's a different mortifying. Brand of yeah, it's, a it's mortifying. Brand. I'm like I don't. I have no idea who this person is. Nobody came there to listen to your stupid jokes. Although <laughs> once I did go to when Jason was with the Jets, yeah. I went to the regular season mm-hmm. Steelers Jets game, and you know I'm from Pittsburgh, but. He's my brother. So I got a root for the Jets. And <laughs> I was slightly obnoxious. Slightly? I mean, I may have had a few, but it was cold outside. All right. You got to you gotta warm the blood. <laughs> right. Exactly, All right. It was like exactly. really cold in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was swinging the, the Jets jersey around like a terrible towel. I went full heel. I told you. In on villains. Uh, and the, the other the other fans there did not appreciate it. But I wasn't technically heckling because I, was ye- I was just yelling good things go like, I was like go J- go jets you know go yeah. jason J-E-T-S, woo jason, jason. you know like things like that but just the steelers fans around me did not appreciate it i had things thrown at me what? and then eventually this giant man who was sitting in front of me with this huge monstrous beard 
turned around and like got in my face and told me to shut the bleep up. <laughs> and then you shut the bleep up. Of course not. I mean, come on, give me a break. <laughs> what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do to me? He's gonna yell at me? I, I don't know. I don't. I've never had a man larger than me yell at me in my face. But I'd imagine. Yeah, no, yeah, I keep going. What's he gonna do? Yeah, you gotta keep like going. Like, if he puts his hands on me, he's kicked out. Right. Yeah, you know, and like, oh, I'm sure I'll be fine. Whatever. Anyway, like, I kept yelling, and then he eventually apologized because everyone around me felt bad that he yelled at me. Well, I'm, okay, you win on that one. I did, but I wasn't technically heckling. Okay, but what what do you think? Do you think the fans are gonna continue to heckle? Yeah, of course. Because Kyrie people, else? people, well, oh, he, everywhere he goes, for yeah. the maybe for the rest of his career, he's going to hear, Where's LeBron? or some version of that. That wasn't even that good of a one. It's like, where's LeBron? Uh, I mean, he's sensitive about it, obviously. Plus, okay. it's Philly. Philly fans don't play. Yeah, exactly. And so they they got they need some help with the process. Um, <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, trust it. All right, what's next? Uh, the Chicago Bears have decided their starting quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, will now be referred to as Pretty Boy Assassin. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of questions surrounding the nickname, uh, Pretty Boy Assassin. Questions such as, is Trubisky assassinating pretty boys? Or is he a pretty boy himself who assassinates, et cetera, et cetera? <laughs> right. Um, we're obviously in on Mitch Trubisky. We're on the bandwagon here. Maybe I'm crazy. Yes. But, Joy, are you in or out on Pretty Boy Assassin being called Pretty Boy Assassin? So, yes, I'm in on Mitch Trubisky. Don't make me a liar, Mitch. Don't make me a liar, Mitch. <laughs> All right? Um, I, no, I'm out on this nickname. It doesn't make any sense. First of all, he's not a pretty boy. He's a good-looking kid, but he's not a he's He could not be a pretty, pretty boy, boy assassin. But, like, who has he assassinated that, that's pretty? Like who, he, who have they beaten? I, Joe Flacco's a pretty boy? It's, 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 it's speaking things into existence. It's coming. There's, there's, they're putting it out there so they can always beat Tom Brady and other pretty boys. Is, I don't know. I don't think that's what it is. I think they're referring to, to him as a pretty boy. No one on earth ever would assume that. Okay? <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. He, he, they are calling him a pretty boy, and he's not a pretty boy. He's a good-looking kid. D- don't get me wrong, all right? But he is not a pretty boy. Tom Brady is a pretty boy. Jimmy Garoppolo is a pretty boy. Mm. Cam Newton is a pretty boy. He's a pretty boy, yeah. Who, Brady Quinn, pretty boy. Brady Quinn. Ugh, Brady Quinn. Hercules. Real-life Hercules. <laughs> That's what I called him. Well, you're wearing your Notre Dame uh Oh, yeah. I got a, got a shout-out. got a shout-out. Hey, I'll tell you, the first time I met Brady Quinn, I'll never forget it. Can I do this real quick, Joy? Yes. I'll allow you. I was a I was a junior coming on a visit. He had just finished his senior season, and uh, the coaches are walking me around the locker room. He's just curling what seems to be 225 pounds, just <laughs> curling, drops the weight. 225 pounds. <laughs> Roughly. And walks over, and uh, one of the coaches there, Chad Clunder, shouts out to Chad Clunder, was like, Brady, I want you to int- introduce you to, and he cuts him off, like, Chad, I know this is Brandon Newman, our next nose guard. Nice to meet you, sir. And I, that is amazing. I melted. I <laughs> melted. And that big, that big that hand big of glorious his. Hand. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Brady. Brady I is the ultimate it. pretty boy. You actually, that is an amazing story. You mentioned that you like had met Brady yes. yesterday. So I'm actually friends with with Brady Quim. Oh God. And I decided to to hit him up. Stop. Uh, you know, I just wanted to see if he remembered you. It's right? not going to be good. And so uh, he he I, he called me back and he left me a message. So I, I just like to play it for you real quick. See if I can do this. This is probably what. Are you ready for this? No. You're like you're like blushing right now. What is going on? 
Hey, Joy, it's Brady. Just calling to catch up. Haven't talked to you in a while. Um, saw you doing that podcast with my guy, Brandon Newman. Please <laughs> tell him I said hello. Haven't talked to him in a long time. <laughs> Back when he was coming in as a recruit. Um, ago, I saw you guys doing the podcast together. He's doing a great job. Uh, you're obviously doing a great job, as always. So just tell him I said hello. A fellow U.S. Army uh, All-American game. Shut up! <laughs> Keep doing a great job, and, and maybe one day we'll find the time we go all get on that podcast together. Have a good one. <laughs> you would have thought, like, Halle Berry just called and left me Joy. a message. Joy. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Joy, that, thank you for my Christmas present. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. You like that? How dare you? Well, you know, I usually got to do a nice thing for you. Oh, my gosh. I don't even. Moving on, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Staying in college football. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma State's head coach and mullet aficionado, Mike oh, Gundy. Such a good mullet. It's perfect mullet. Mullets are sexy. I'm just going to say it. What? They are. They are. There's something sexy about it. What? They are. what? I tried to get my high school boyfriend to um, grow a mullet. He would not do it. He Joy, what are you saying right now? I was just like, you have to really, you got to commit to a look like that. Oh, of course. Like, jean shorts, you got to commit to that, too. But people aren't out there rocking them. Oh, no, I think they are. There are some people out there Yeah, with them. people wearing mullets. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm in on mullets. Go ahead. Continue. That's, I don't think it's what we're talking about here, but just oh I need it on a record. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, he's famous for his post-game press conferences mm-hmm. and his mullet, clearly. Um, after beating Texas last week, Gundy was disappointed in his players that they didn't ask him to dance in celebration of the win. <laughs> Gundy said, and I quote, They've gotten so used to winning that they don't even ask me to dance. So that's a downer for me. <laughs> we see these dances a lot in big games, college sports. Dabble Sweeney's my favorite, personally. Right, right. Joy, are you in or out on old-ass coaches dancing? <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very, very in on it. I love it, actually. First of all, they they know that they look ridiculous. Right. But it's just part of the camaraderie. It's, it's like a good locker room environment. Mm. It's a good bonding experience. Once I had, some, I had some horrible coaches, but I had a, one or two like really good, cool coaches that we'd right. always bring in on stuff. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Not everyone on the coaching staff can do it. No. But yeah. it's not about being able to dance. Oh, right? no, no, Like, no, I no. do lots of dancing stuff. I do Dance Party Friday. I know right. I'm not a good dancer, but I don't care because it's fun. You're getting better. I mean, we, I get better. Week, nah, whatever. Week. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's all about having fun, right? And they're yeah. having fun. Nobody expects them to get up there and, like, kill it. They're going to get up there and look ridiculous. And then right. all, everyone's going to laugh and have a good time and celebrate the win. I'm in on it. I love it. And I love his mullet. Just mm. to be fair, he's a man. He's 50. <laughs> so he's not technically old. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, staying in college football, uh, Joy, the Miami Hurricanes are looking as swagged out as they did during the Uncle Luke era. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're undefeated. They're ranked eighth in the country. And the turnover chain deserves a lot of credit for this. Yes, it does. Uh, the turnover chain is this thick Cuban link chain with a big U emblem filled with orange and green stones. Correct. Right? This is very gaudy, very, it's very, very Miami. Miami. Exactly. Almost as Miami as your offensive line coach getting fired for doing cocaine before exactly. a meeting. Gosh. Almost like is Miami one, just staying like on brand. <laughs> always on brand. <laughs> Yeah, you can always say that about Miami. Always on brand. Okay, so Joy, are you in or out on custom bling bling? Uh, I'm in on it. I'm in on it. Yeah, it's a look. You know, for who? Like, would you? I mean, I'm not. What am I gonna get? What am I like? What 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 would my custom chain be? Enjoy. Mm. (laughs) Joy, joy. No, I'm enjoy. No, I I mean, like, I'm not gonna get a chain made. Yeah, but uh, but I'm but I'm in on it if that's your thing. 
I'm gonna get. I want to get. I want to get uh, a bottoms. Oh, a bottom, a bottom grill. Yeah, bottom grills with mm-hmm. my name in it. You gonna wear that with your uh, your Moses sandals? Yeah. I think they go together. <laughs> Keep it hood. Yeah, I love the turnover chain. By the way, I think it's the best thing going right now. It's and amazing. There's no other team. There's no other program in the entire country that could pull this off. They they do it on the sidelines. It's not something they do like when the game is over. If you haven't seen the turnover chain, give it a little Google. It's a real chain. It's awesome. And what, college football is so much better when the U has swag. Yes. Because there's no other team that can do it like like the U does it. So I'm, I'm loving it. College football is better when the U has swag and Notre Dame is at the top. Okay. All right, no, moving okay. on. All right. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is proving that money didn't change him. Uh-huh. On Sunday, the $300 million man tweeted, when I go to a nice steakhouse, what is this accent stuff? What? This just, is how these people read, talk. Okay, just just read just just read it. Okay? Dale Earnhardt Jr. said, "When I go to a nice steakhouse, I know it's frowned upon, but I still gotta have that A one. No offense to the chef." Dale Earnhardt is a million dollar man dipping finest meats into A one sauce. Right. Right. Joy, are you in or out on being bougie? <sighs> I'm out on being bougie because really? in general I'm just not a bougie person except for when it comes to uh, cup of noodles and peanut butter and jelly I'm too out. bougie for that get but out. the rest of it I'm good on and I actually love A1 and I get food shamed so I mean in general I'm not into paying for my own uh, fancy meals so, of know, course, else of course. Pay for that. which goes against your bougie theory but continue what do you mean like, if I was really bougie, I'd want to pay for it myself, all independent women and stuff. But uh, I can't be paying for expensive okay, steaks, so right? That's not that's, that's not what I got. I got to buy other stuff to buy. So anyway, um, I love A1 sauce. And if I could get away with doing that at a fancy steak restaurant, I would I would do it. I know it's shameful. I know. I know. It's horrible. I don't have the clout. I can, I could never. You could never order it? I'm just going to eat whatever it is. I feel like if you're, if you're Dale Earnhardt Jr., though, like nobody's going to say anything to you. This is how you eat your steak. These places don't hold A1 sauce. I, I feel like he brings it with him. Man, they do. It's in the bag. No, no. Be- you know what? Beyonce puts hot sauce in her bag, so. So Dale Arnold Jr. has A1 sauce in his bag. Uh, I don't know. I, look, though, reheated steak, if you bring it leftovers. Yeah. Are you one of those people that takes leftovers home from a steak? Oh, my gosh. No. I'll, I, I'll pack all <laughs> like that. We got to bring all these leftovers home. It's a feast. It's going to taste really good at 2 o'clock in the morning. This is It's going to taste good in an hour. In an hour. In an hour. When Who's I get feeding home. feeding you that you can eat after a steak dinner in an hour? I, see, that's the thing. When I go to these nice restaurants, I play it cool like, like I'm not really eating all this stuff. And I just pack it up and I just devour it when I get home. I stop by. I stop getting more food at home, like on the way home, and then eat the nice meal and then the crappy meal right after each other. All right. That seems like a lot of work. You should probably just eat the food at the restaurant. But you I'm think saying this whatever's is left over. <laughs> Put enough. a lot of work in. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. And on okay. A1. Uh, we got one more bonus in or out. This is kind of scary, I, and I don't know how I feel about this. Okay. Okay. So we talk a lot about curses here on Maybe I'm Crazy. We do. Um, a lot of dark stuff. Yes, of course. Maybe that was a mistake. Uh, all the day one Maybe I'm Crazy fans may remember that Joy called Aaron Rodgers Bay mm-hmm. after he threw some shade, pro-anthem shade in an Instagram post, right? Like right. We, we adopted him. Obviously, he's no longer with us. <laughs> Um, last week you asked me for a prediction for the Cavs Celtics game. Right. I said Gordon Hayward was going to score the most points in a Celtics win. That was incorrect. Also, he is also no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we may have started a curse. Everyone that we praise here seems to no longer be able to play. Hmm. Joy, are you in or out on the maybe I'm crazy curse? Well, I mean, 
I'm out on that. I don't want that to be a thing. It's terrible. I want to be able to talk about the best athletes. I hear you. I understand, but this oh, is how wait, we cut Carson through. Oh, wait, Carson Palmer. You tried to pitch me on Carson Palmer last week. Oh, yeah. And he broke his arm. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling good. And you tried to praise Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler's gone, too. Oh, my God. It's me. I'm the problem. We gotta sage the room. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. We gotta, we gotta we light gotta some candles. Get some of LeBron's magic people to come from the <laughs> from the Cavs to come. If sage. They, can, they can fight off the Kardashian curse. We can get rid of the maybe I'm crazy curse. I'm not. I'm out on that. Oh, you know, I want that gosh. to be a thing. I'm not responsible for taking out Aaron Rodgers. Well, just keep tabs on that, guys. Comment in the YouTube page. All the people that's gone down after we've mentioned their names. Are you still reading the YouTube comments? Huh? Didn't I tell you about that? What? So listen, this one guy. He said, "No, I'm not going." <laughs> All right, Joy, let's keep it moving. Time for the Petty Report. Whoever this, Whoever's bothering you this week for being petty, you teased D-Wade and LeBron. I, I don't get it. Please explain. <laughs> what do you mean you don't get it? I'm a petty person, all right? Everything's about me. That's what it is, all right? Like, this is yes, the I, bottom line. I understand that All right, part. when LeBron does something, it's really about me. That's, that's, what, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> it's coming at you? Yes. Yes, it what is. What did he do this time? All right, so Wade's coming off the bench now in Cleveland. Yes. Might I remind you, the reason he didn't come back to Miami to end his career is because he didn't want to come off the bench. Where are you now, coming off the bench? All right? Look, he it's, a, it's just start. really cute. You know, you went to Cleveland. You're like, linking up with LeBron. Like, let's be serious. Let's do the transaction and get you to Miami where you belong. All right? Let's just cut all this nonsense. Maybe, what Joy. are you doing coming off the bench for J.R. Smith? That's why he's that's best to help the team. He's chasing a ring too, Joy. He's not just trying to hang out with his buddy. He's trying to chase a ring, have one more ring before he gets back to Miami and gets his statue with the lazy eye. Stop that. I mean, the heavy eye. It's not lazy. It's heavy. It's a heavy eye. I Look, I will not stand for Wade Slander, all right? <laughs> I won't stand for it. Here's what's really worrying me about this, all right? Because obviously, I, I don't want Cleveland to win, but I know how good Wade is, and mm -hmm. he's such a winner, and he's, he's so smart that him doing this is probably actually really going to help the team. And then they're going to win more, and this gives him a better chance. He's not cutting back on minutes. He's going to be in there. He's I don't not know. starting. He's only come off the bench 11 times in his career. Oh, by the way, Derek, Derek Rose is hurt again. No, he's not. Really? Yes, he is, actually. Long hair Derek Rose is hurt? Derek Rose is hurt again. I thought he wasn't going to do that no more. Well, I think we should, we should change it to Derek Rose is not hurt. Like, stop <laughs> sending me the alerts that Derek Rose is hurt. Send me the alert when Derek Rose is not hurt. <laughs> That's too good. I mean, does the dude play basketball? It's all I'm asking. Imagine. It's not his fault. He's always hurt. I, I'm not trying to be. Oh, I'm not trying man. to be mean. But dude does not play basketball. I've been on this for many years. Derrick Rose does not play basketball. He looked really good against the Celtics. Did he? Mm, okay. He looked good. Well, he's hurt again. So that was fun. That was a nice. What was that? That was like five minutes. Is Isaiah Thomas still hurt too? Yeah, Isaiah gets passed. All right. Isaiah gets a pass. Yes, Isaiah gets passed. Derrick Rose does not get a pass. You know why Derrick Rose doesn't get a pass? Because that MVP was fraudulent. I don't want to hear it. Fraudulent. Fraudulent MVP. I'm also being petty about that is as well. every Is every LeBron MVP fraudulent as well? No. LeBron should have won the MVP that year. It was fraudulent. But he doesn't play basketball. How do you give an MVP to somebody who doesn't play basketball? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, okay. Wade's coming off the bench. And uh, it just you should, uh, there's a reason you said you weren't coming back to Miami is you, you didn't want a bench roll. And now you're coming off the bench. He's fine. He's getting he's, – he's, <laughs> Joy – LeBron told him, "Listen, sit down. I'll give you. I'll give you a direct deposit. Give you a little bit more money if you don't." You know start. what? And this, is this idea, this is Wade's idea that he's coming off the bench. Yeah. This is LeBron's idea. Come no, on, LeBron's give me a idea. break for sure. Anyway. 
If you're listening to this podcast, you probably know that I'm part of FS1's Undisputed with Skip and Shannon every weekday morning at 9.30 Eastern. And I also host a daily Undisputed podcast that gives you the five best segments of the day, cut down to a short, smart show with Mm. the rest of me, Skip, and Shannon. So go subscribe to the Undisputed daily podcast on all major platforms. All right, it's time for Loser Power Rankings. Loser Loser Power Rankings. rankings. Loser Power Power Rankings. rankings. These are the losers. The losers losers of the the week. week. Ooh, we getting good at that. Every week, we are getting better at our songs. Yeah. Every week, uh, we rank the top three losers mm-hmm. of the week. Uh, sometimes they're actual losers. Sometimes there's winners that I just think are losers. Uh, it's really just what I feel like. And we're going to start with the Browns. Uh, <laughs> Browns, worst organization in sports. Don't think there's much uh, Are they number three? They're number three there. on the list? They're number three. Okay, we're going to work up to number one. Okay, yes. Uh, number three, they lost in overtime 12 to nine uh. in a ringer to the Titans. Uh, they have won zero games so far this year. Hugh uh, Hugh Jackson's record with the Browns is one and twenty-two. He's been through seven one quarterbacks in the last two years. One twenty-two. Yep. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser had two interceptions, one hundred fourteen yards, and Cody Kessler replaced him. So the Browns are extra stinky as they always are. And all I want to say is that as terrible as the Browns organization is as a whole. Uh, and as much as I can't stand Cleveland's right. down to like the, the core of me, mm-hmm. uh, I do have a lot of respect for Browns fans because that is the definition of loyalty. I don't even understand it. I don't get it. It's it's no it's one would judge confusing. you if you were like, you know what, this is not worth it. Because there's other teams. There's another good team in Cleveland they can root for possibly. Well, I'm sure they most of them do. I'm sure most of them do, but it's not I, another football team. But like, I, <laughs> it's not like New York. Root for, Ohio's, root for Ohio State. I'm sure they do. <laughs> they, 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 they want more football team to root for. Just pick another football team. They're the worst. I, I, I honestly, I do feel bad for Browns fans. They are very loyal, and that team is awful. RIP Browns, hot take. Uh, not bouncing back this year. Maybe next year. <laughs> Moving the Browns to the graveyard. And they're in the graveyard. Well, they've been in the graveyard, but I, let's just like say it so it's they official. They own the graveyard. In the graveyard you go. Uh, also, uh, already in the graveyard, Seems weird because they have actually some wins and are a decent team, uh, but they're definitely RIP, and that's the Falcons again. Oh, um, Super Bowl hangover, real thing, real thing. They have lost three in a row: Bills, Dolphins, and the Pats. I really, I, you know, I thought, I thought maybe, like maybe they could survive if they could get a big win over the Patriots. But then, you know, Bill Belichick, he 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 made that little phone call down Stop. to hell. Stop. Like, hey, uh, homie, let's get some fog up here. All right. <laughs> Let's handle this. All right, there, will, there, will be, there will be no comebacks. All right. Let's lower this visibility for Lord Julio of Jones. Sin, bring thine wrath. All the fog comes in. I'm telling you, it's a conspiracy. Anyway, the Falcons are done. Uh, RIP Falcons. It was really nice. Bad it coaching. It was cute. Bad coaching. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's bad coaching. Uh, maybe it's just that they're not as good as they were last year. You That's know? Fair. Maybe it's just like Matt Ryan fell off a cliff. Who knows? It's R.I.P. Falcons. I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah, to be the bearer yeah, of bad no. news. They, they are. All right. And finally, my number one loser of the week, Cam Newton. Mm. Cam, why do you do this to me? Come why on, do Cam. you always do this to me, Cam? We needed you, Cam. Cam. I try for Cam. I really do. I really tr- I want to like Cam Newton so badly. I really do. I love the outfits. I'm here for the man romper. All of it. Whatever you want to do. Have some swag. You know, be the Joe Namath of our generation. Whatever. I'm into it. But he can't. He just forgets to play football every other week. It's impossible to root for him. <laughs> like, what happened this week? 17 to, 17 to 3 to the Bears? Two picks? It's like, and you can't even blame it on the fact that he is, he, 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 he like, 
is beat up or something. Like last year, I think everyone pretty much felt like he was hurt. Right. So, okay. And then he missed the two, the media sessions. Like, come on, man. I'm not even that crazy about the media. Like if you, if you hate the media, fine. I get it. We're annoying. Right. But it's part of your job. It's, it just is what it is. But so the, just do the media sessions. Why do you have to make everything so difficult? Just do it. He think, just doesn't get it. You think the on off, uh, the off field stuff is bothering on field or he just, it's just all football. Issues. How do we care about that at this point? That's it's fair. enough already. Enough. Just, just enough. He's I so want, hard to root for. I, I, could you imagine if Deshaun Watson does this to us in the future? How dare? Like I can't. We can't. I need. We need a Cam. We Cam, need a Cam. <laughs> Cam. This is Cam's swag always, though, right? Like when things are going great, he's he he's on top of the world. Mm-hmm. He's feeling himself, and when things are bad, he doesn't show up for media sessions. That's just how he is. But it, it's just enough already. Like I, I want, I want Cam to win. I'd like to see Cam win a championship, and it's just, it just, it just seems hopeless at this point. He was sacked five times though. But anyway, just for a note, Joy, just, anything, just to be fair, anything's on the table in the NFL. The 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 Falcons could be back. The Panthers could be oh, back. You know what? That's a hot take. I no, like I'm one. telling you. It's, and, and Did you given, come up with that? Any given Sunday, Al Pacino came up with it, <laughs> and Jamie Foxx. Any the given inches Sunday. With your fingernails? It's a game of inches? It's a game of inches. Yeah. All right. Let's give you any other cliches you want to throw in there? Uh, uh, if you're you not first, you last. If you don't shoot the shot, you're going to miss them. Mm. You, mi- right? you miss every shot you don't take. That one, too. That's a good one, too. <laughs> I like that one as well. Okay. It's, it's remarkable. Well, let me tell you this. So we're in a special time. We're transitioning to gut data facts. Yeah, let's do gut data facts. Okay, great, great, great. Okay. This is this is where Brandon says something that he feels from his gut that is based on essentially nothing. And has proven to be true a lot of times because just you just gotta follow your gut, people. Okay, <laughs> let's do this. Okay, so we're in a special sweet spot, right, right? Where a lot of the major sports are in season. Yes. So you get to watch all the games. Uh, all of the major sports are in season, actually. All the major sports are in season. Yes, there are four major sports, and they are all in season currently. Yep. You're right. You're right. Postseason counts, definitely. Because yep. it's in the season. Yeah, the it's season. got season in the word. Correct. Okay. So I'm watching all the games and I and it just it just hit me. Winning coaches don't have bad hair. Winning coaches don't have bad hair, Joy. Think about think about winning are like championship coaches. Like championship coaches. Championship have... coaches. Oh yeah, I can get behind that. No bad hair. Yeah. Not like, you don't have to have perfect hair, but you just can't have, like, Ben McAdoo. You can't win with that hair. No, he's not. No, he's never going to stand on a podium and get a trophy. Never. Never going to happen. Look at him. It's never going to happen. Not with that hair, you're not. Who, like, uh, Gundy? He's not, he's not, I mean. I love that mullet, though. But it's not, it's not going to happen. Not, he's not. He's not going to be on a podium, putting his running his hands through that mullet. It's getting all sweaty a trophy. on the back of his neck. <laughs> it's like pieces happen. stuck together. Never. It's not going to happen. happen. You have to have some form of a haircut to win a championship as a coach. Yeah, I think you can have a look, but you can't have you can't have hair where people look at you like what? Why would you decide that that is the hairstyle? Don't you you have money? It's not even about money. Just like like, do something. These coaches have money. These coaches have a lot of money. I'm saying like if you you have money, do something with your with the face. No. I think it's more about it's like the the wedding ring theory that I have. That's my gut data fact. You're not going to win. You cannot be a franchise quarterback wearing the silly rubber wedding ring while you're playing and win a championship. You know who wore one last week? Stanton, right off the bench. I think it was metal too. What? Stanton came off the bench for the Cardinals. 
and just had his wedding ring on. Just yeah, well, R.I.P. Cardinals too. I'm sorry, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's R.I.P. Cardinals. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, Cardinals. so I'm, I can get behind this. I yes. can get behind this. You Keep can, it looking out. You can't have bad hair. You can have a look. Right. Like Bill Belichick has a look. Pat Riley a look. You know. Yes. Actually, we got to look at LeBron's hair when he won a championship. LeBron's oh, because LeBron's a coach. Yeah, you know oh, what I'm saying. Like, I don't think you meant to say that. But. <laughs> you know, like Ty Lue doesn't have bad hair. Steve Kerr has has good hair. Steve Kerr has great hair. You can't. You, Popovich you can, has great hair. You can have a look. Yep, you can have a look. You just can't have bad hair. I'm on it. I agree with you. Good gut data fact by Thank you this you. week, Brandon. Thank you. Hold well, on. You have nice hair my too. Hair and my, you know who else has I'm good trying, hair? Whoa. Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn's got good Brady hair. Brady Quinn's great hair. I'm trying to Ezekiel Elliott my my stuff out. Oh yeah, you need a little more on the side. He's got the whole thing. I'll tell my barber. All right. Look, okay. Anyway, um, all right. Thank you guys for joining us this week. We appreciate it. Uh, appreciate the support of the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Make sure that you subscribe and tell others and leave nice comments for us or mean comments, whatever. You know, whatever you feel. We appreciate all the support. Start spreading the news. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's that's important. Good job today, Brandon. Love you guys. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Oh! Maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm wavy, maybe I'm wavy, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not, maybe you right, maybe you right, maybe you not. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Joy Taylor, smooth operator, don't for fair sheen with the Raiders. Brandon Newman finna kill the haters. Talking sports, commentators, podcast, Joy Brandon Newman. Tune in, see what we doing. Throw it back, Cam Newton, number one, fans rooting. No brainer, who she want to win? Miami Heat for the win. Reporting to you faster than Mayweather's glove. Hit McGregor's chin, click the link, download, press play to begin. Maybe I'm crazy, podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Ooh.